You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. Just meant money. That's all it was. And then slowly over the years, that term started to, to mean something like, where you place your trust, where you place your hope, where you find your comfort, where you find your happiness. And then eventually by the time of Jesus, that word mammon now means something like a god. It's got a capital letter, and it's like this big false god that we can like worship, where we see everything that we're devoted to outside of God. So the reason why, like if, if, if you see mammon in scripture, uh, we usually don't translate it for a couple reasons. First, because there's these different levels of interpretation and, and ways of seeing it. And then second, because intentionally, we can each place in that word mammon, whatever it is that we look to for comfort and happiness instead of God. We can put in ourselves that substitution of, this is something that I hold on to or I'm attached to a little bit more than God. So it's really something like, you cannot serve God and whatever it is that you or I are a little more attached to than what we should be. And it can be, you know, lots of things, big things or even little things. Um, I know for me, this this is such like a millennial problem, I guess, but um, last week I I lost my phone for like maybe, I don't know, five five or 10 minutes or something. And I could tell, like I started getting anxious and like my heartbeat went up a little bit and I'm like trying to find this thing. And I, I found it and I was like, this is so pathetic, you know, like, this is sad that I couldn't be without my phone for like five minutes or whatever. Uh, I, I definitely don't do that if I lose my rosary, you know? So like, what's, what's going on there? Um, it was kind of, it was just a huge gut check for me. Like, what, what, what is that, you know? Um, and even, even at school, at seminary, it's kind of funny because like us guys will be talking about all the time, you know? Like, I wish I had more time to, to get work done and to pray and to do what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, but then there'll be like a new show on Netflix or football season will start. And all of a sudden we find time, you know, we find time to watch football and watch Netflix and stuff like that. Uh, so we, we kind of talked about that and, you know, we, we all realize like, you know, we, we find time for what we love. We make time for what we love. Um, it's, it's usually not a time problem, but it's a heart problem. So I'm not saying, you know, and I, I don't think the gospel is saying this week, to completely detach yourself from everything, from your phone, from your Netflix, or sell all your stocks or anything like that, but to just start to be aware of what that is that you're a little more attached to. And sometimes you don't even realize it until you don't have that thing. You realize there's, eh, this is kind of tugging on me a little bit. And then you can slowly start to, um, to let that go and to see God in, in, in more of the things that actually matter. I think one of, the, uh, one of the big temptations when you hear this gospel, you cannot serve God and mammon, 
is to sort of make a compromise and be like, you know, watch me try. Watch me try to serve God and mammon. You know, I'll give God my 10% or my one day a week over here, and then um, I still want to hold on to what I want to hold on to where I find happiness and I find comfort over here. And these are like totally distinct, separate things somehow. But this is, this is like the highest authority, the divine authority, God himself, Jesus himself saying, you cannot serve both God and mammon. Don't even try it. Don't even try to make that compromise. It's not possible. So there's only two options, God or mammon. God or anything else less than God. As um, blessed Fulton Sheen would say, he was from Peoria. Uh, he's probably going to be canonized in, in a few years, actually, hopefully. Um, but he, he would always say, you know, we have to always look to detach ourselves from the things of this world so that we can reattach ourselves to the things of the next world, to the things of heaven. Okay, so that's like the, the mammon side of the equation. Don't let mammon get in the way. Now the hard part is the God side of the equation. How do I serve God? How do I serve God? It can seem a little abstract. Um, it can seem like it's, it's tough to serve something that seems sort of out there and distant. The nice thing though is that Jesus gives us exactly the formula on how to do that. First of all, by his own example. And then second of all, he says in the great commandment, love God and love neighbor. And then love God through your neighbor. So loving God directly. Prayer, sacrifice, avoiding sin. One of the best um, insights I've, I've heard from Mother Teresa is that she says, you know, act as if every single part of your day involves God. Because it does. God is always present. He's present in every um, action and reaction we take. So why do we act like God is not there? At the end of the day, you know, when, when, we, when we pass from this earth, it's just going to be us and God. He's not going to ask about, you know, that situation where uh, you were frustrated and why did you act like that because you, you were about this situation or that person who drove you crazy. Everything is between you and God. Everything. So are we acting like God is there, like God is present in that equation of my actions and reactions? Now, the second way Jesus gives is serving God through other people. So we can't turn people into false gods or false idols, but by seeing God in each person, you can serve God then through each person. And sometimes we forget that, you know? I, I think if we actually were conscious of the fact that God is in every single person, that should change every single interaction we have throughout our day. Every single interaction should be different based off of that fact. And we hear it, you know, it kind of sits in a little bit, but we really have to come back to that. Am I aware of God in each person and that I can serve God in each person? I think that's also why, it's kind of a nice part about why God gives us our, our vocation. All of us have a vocation, whether you're married or religious or a priest. Um, and it's kind of a low-hanging fruit way of God giving us the ability to serve him through other people. So like if you're married, you serve God through your spouse and through your family. 
you can directly do that. If you're religious or if you're a priest, you can serve God directly through the church, through the people in the church. So recap, find out what your mammon is, slowly start to let it go. Then serve God either directly or through other people. I think one of the, um, one of the reasons I love being Catholic is um, we have so many different saints, you know? We have these saints, like these, these monks who went out in the desert and they like didn't take anything, they didn't talk to anybody their whole life and they just prayed to God their whole life and that person's a saint. And then on the other end of the spectrum we have you know, nuns that went out to these mission territories and they worked with people 24-7 and never had a quiet moment to themselves, never felt like they could really pray with God one-on-one, those people are saints. And then everything in between. So that's the challenge is what, what, am I, what, what kind of saint am I going to be in that in-between? And if we feel like, you know, who am I to be a saint? Who am I called to serve God in this holy way? Um, we have to come here to receive Jesus in the Eucharist who wants to do it through us. Jesus wants to let go of our mammon in us. And Jesus wants to help us serve God and serve other people through us.